The sounds of the following spelling alphabet words transmit well, even in poor communication conditions. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie. Welcome to Alpha Bravo Charlie, the show where one host just realized that his buddy from Canada has been keeping something from him. Kevin, what is that behind you on your wall there? Is that a, it, it looks like a Jaguar body, but it doesn't have any of the, the electri- electronics in it. What's going on here, man? Why don't I know? I have, not, I have not been keeping anything from you. In fact, you reacted. I'm pretty sure you reacted to me because uh, I was going to send you the picture of it, but I posted it as an Instagram story. And I think you sent the emoji, the clap emoji, maybe, or maybe I'm misremembering. You know what? But man, my, my my brain is is just wrecked, so maybe. But I I, I don't remember anything about that. But okay. Uh, so, uh but uh, may, maybe did. And in case I apologize, because usually the one thing, you know, that we always do for each other is when we buy a new musical instrument, we take a photo of it. And send it to each other so the other one can get jealous. Mm-hmm. It's a, and then we can think about the hypothetical band. What's that? We call it one upsmanship here in America. One upsmanship. Yeah. yeah that's um so yeah, so this is uh listeners, you can't see it, but you, uh, you're you're hearing me tap on it right now, just so you know it's real. Uh this is a Fender Jaguar Johnny Marr body and neck. I bought them uh, separately. Oh, you know, uh, I did see this on Instagram. I did because I, I, I was like, why is there just a neck? And then, yeah, okay. I, I probably did respond to it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I bought the I bought the body and then I just got the neck the other day. Um, and then I'm, I was essentially assembling my own Jaguar. I wanted to have a different neck. I didn't want to j- use both Johnny Marr signature Jaguar neck and body. Uh, but it's really f- hard to find a neck with a 7.25 radius, which I like, and vintage frets, um, and a rosewood fretboard, uh, which are all things I wanted because that's what my Jazzmaster has. Um, and so my favorite guitar, so I kind of wanted a Jaguar equivalent of it. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put in uh, my own custom pickups, EP custom. I got a black anodized pick guard, uh, currently being made for me from a guy from Australia. So that's gonna take a while. Uh, I'm going to put in traditional electronics, so it'll have the strangle switch, kind of like yours has the, the yeah. strangle switch. And then uh, I bought a br- uh, mute, so it goes underneath the bridge, and you can uh, flip the, the bridge up, and it'll kind of turn your Jaguar, and sort of make it sound almost like a bit like a banjo, like a short, um, not really sustaining notes, but high attack. No way. Um, I've yeah, never so heard of that before. It, That's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for it because it's, uh, uh, I've, I've, I've been wanting to just not build my own guitars. Like I'm not going to be like on a, on a, on a, um, wood saw, you know, car- carving and making my own bodies or next, but assembling my own guitars or buying some like Squire cheaper Fender guitars and, uh, and putting nice pickups and modifying and swapping out the necks and that, you know, for Fender, that's why I like Fender is you can sort of, they're easily customizable and upgradable. Whereas like Gibson guitars um, are, you know, you can't swap out the neck or anything like that now without like literally cutting the guitar into pieces. Um, and you can swap out the pickups, but Fender guitars just have a little bit more flexibility, a little bit more options for that sort of thing. That's cool, man. Uh, during the pandemic, my buddy Jed, he actually got into being a luthier. Is that what it's called? Or luthier? Yeah, guitar making. Yeah, yeah. and he, uh, you, his, his Instagram handle is Jed Helmers. So if you want to go find him, he makes some pretty cool guitars. Uh, if you want to check him out sometime. If, if I had the talent, I, that that would be my If I had the space, 
uh, and I've never, I have one regret from high school. I have a lot of regrets from high school, but if I had one, I wish I took more like shop classes because I feel like that sort of stuff probably in real life would actually come in handy more. Like when things break, I could be all fixable a little better. Like I think I'm I'm okay at that sort of thing, but like if I was good on like a little bit more machinery, um, uh, then I could buy some you know more powerful tools and and you know uh, maybe when I needed my new back deck last summer, I could have just done it myself or something like that, right? Rather than paying someone a whole bunch of money and yeah, yeah. I, I always think I I always wish I would have done more shop classes in high school and stuff like that. Yeah um kev oh, well. we, got, we need to get to the song because this is a, a uh this is a this is a banger this is a this is a high in the pantheon of wilco uh songs I'll, obviously it's off of yankee hotel fox Show. we're talking about poor places uh a classic second to last song on yankee hotel foxtrot uh you know everything kind of builds to to poor places and then uh kind of ends with reservations but uh uh yeah it is uh uh, this is a classic. This is a lot of people's favorite Wilco song. I think it's it's a top ten for sure, probably. Yeah, um, I, I'd say it's top it's ten a, for me. It's a song that makes me feel a lot of emotions. I don't. I will not, listeners. I will not be able to talk objectively about this song. I won't be able to look at this song like the, a couple weeks ago. For for them, we talked about "Piss It Away" and we made fun of the. We didn't make fun, but we you know objectively we're not fans of those lyrics. I'm not going to be able to be objectively critical of the song in any way. Cause it is, in my opinion, a perfect recording. Yeah. And it, per, ly- lyrically, musically, everything, the tone of the song uh, with the noise at the beginning, everything about the song is perfect. So let's jump into it. But before we do that, I want to remind everybody to go to abcwilco.com, find all the ways you can support the show, uh, join our Patreon, buy a t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. You know the drill at this point, but the most important way, that you can support the show is leaving a rating review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. So if you could do that, please go do it right now. Here we go, guys. I guess I kind of was talking in a very enthusiastic voice right there. Then I put the song on and you realize it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's so a quiet. shift mood change. <laughs> uh, you know, when I think of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, I think of, of these beautiful acoustic folk songs with this layer of of beautiful chaotic noise that's surreal uh and this song you know is the most maybe the most yankee hotel foxtrot sounding song right the song that has all elements of um, yankee hotel foxtrot in it i am trying to break your heart too but um yeah this song's just it it's it's like going into a listening to it again because you know i don't spin the song all the time but listening to it again it's like going inside an old memory like or meeting an old friend Wait. or it's just got that warm when it kicks in here man oh the piano line there yeah, yeah beautiful beautiful well also this false start it, it's gonna happen in a second I wonder if he's talking about someone specifically with that lyric. He takes all his words from the books that you don't read anyway. It's so like it's it like you don't know exactly what he's talking about, but you know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. He's like describing so many different types of people, and I, I, it feels like in a uh, like a rock club. I, you know, I I really don't know what the song is about, but I I just have a vivid feeling of what it's about. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a great way to describe it. I think uh, these types of, of Jeff songs, as opposed to like uh, Please Be Patient With Me, which I think was, was pretty direct. This song is about so many things to so many people, right? And who knows what it's about with for Jeff, but it doesn't really matter because every listener is going to interpret those words a different way. He wrote them the perfect amount of vagueness that they're you don't know exactly what he's singing about, but you can make your own meaning to them. And just the subtle buildup is so masterfully done. As the soon way as that, the drums kick in would here. You call you can call it the chorus. It makes no difference. I guess that's the chorus, right? Uh, it definitely repeats. Yeah. Right here. Yes. Yeah, the way it built to, and then it immediately shifted when it hit that. This part here. Yeah. Here we go. That's so pretty, man. Oh yeah. my god. And, like you know, exp- not, not only is Jeff, tw- this is the band firing on all cylinders. This is you know, watching videos of Gretzky in the '80s <laughs> or uh, 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 Michael Jordan um, uh, '90s. Whenever he played in the '80s, '90s, um, like they're just. The songwriting is perfect, but as perfect as the songwriting is, the arrangement is incredible. Like this, the, the guitar this here. How far are we into the song? We curious. are. Uh, there, there's a minute fifty seconds left. Okay. Yeah. And see, and it feels like we just started it, but it, the song shifts and, and changes so many times. Um, I, you know, it's like the album as a whole, but especially with this song, I feel like we've just went through something and then it ends the way it ends, which I can't, I can't, I can't even get over. And also people at home, I know you're not getting a clean recording of this, but you've obviously heard the song before, but if you haven't listened to it in headphones, like a good pair of headphones and having everything surround you it's fantastic and i recommend doing that you owe it to yourself. I, I don't listen to music much on headphones just went with the wife like I, if we're listening to music we're listening together on the stereo but my best times with this album and with the song college in on the bus with uh my very expensive at least for a college student headphones and just getting lost in this as yeah. the hustle and bustle moves past you like it was the perfect and we have the uh, album's namesake right here uh, from the, the Cornette uh, project, uh, which Wilco eventually got a lawsuit on um, from the people that released or recorded the thing that they had to settle. What, so what was the Cornette project? Uh, um, uh, so the recording of Yankee Hotel uh, is like a, um, like a, a radio signal. Or it's the Connet project. I don't know why I throw that R in. The Connet Project, which is like a record, uh, series of, of um, mysterious radio signal recordings. Mm-hmm. So nobody knows exactly who made this radio signal and what it means, right? People might have figured out some of it, but at the, especially at the time, uh, nobody quite knew. And a lot of the assumption is it was used for spies. So like they have their codex so they can decode what it means. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but uh, yeah, these are a series of, of CDs of audio recordings from number stations uh, 
four, apparently later five CD set. Um, so Wilco, Jeff and Jay sampled that and named their album after Yankee hotel Foxtrot. Uh, and then the company that released the CDs eventually sued, uh, Wilco, uh, and uh, they, uh, I believe they had to come to some sort of a settlement, some sort of a, uh, because the album's still being pressed with that sound on it. So huh. some sort of agreement was struck, but yeah. Uh, so the, the and I that's what kind of adds to the song. Yeah. And that's what adds to the song is like, like that is a real mysterious recording. Can you imagine if you just had a radio and were scanning around and picked that up? Like, what does that mean? Where is it coming from? Especially at night? Cause you can pick up, radio signals bouncing off the uh atmosphere you can pick up radio signals from you know you know the other other parts of the world so who was this for what did it mean um you know the more you think about it the more you read about it it kind of gives me the creeps a little bit uh dude i'm so as soon as we're done tonight that is i am going to sit there and look up youtube videos it was called conit Conet, C-O-N-E-T project. Conet project. Okay, yeah, that, that's yeah. what I'm doing with my night as soon as we're done with this ep- uh, these episodes. Um, give us some more facts about this song, Kev. Uh, and and for the record, the uh, what Jeff sampled was uh, E10 uh, phonetic alphabet NATO. So it must be if they they must have figured out that it's somehow related to NATO. So um, it's our side. It's not Russian spies, but there's definitely some some you know weird radio stations out there um uh but yeah uh in terms of the song you know like a lot of yankee hotel foxtrot who knows who does what um jeff and jay both have a songwriting credit on this one uh and then jay one of the things he did after the album came out with the press is he released uh hey this is everything i did on each of these recordings uh so jay claims that he did the noise section which is the egg beater guitar the Norse code or Morse code uh, loop, which uh, we saw Jay in the I Am Trying to Break Your Heart movie, walking the camera through how they built that sound collage uh, the night before. Um, uh, and then Jay also does Wurlitzer, acoustic guitars, nylon string guitars, piano loop and guitar hell, his words at the end of the song. Now, in the movie, it's just Jay walking his way through and he does use words like, oh, we did this and we did this. Um, but if you, you know, tell me if you know what I'm about to get at, uh, in the, the Jeff's first biography, yeah, he talked about that was a major source or that was a source of frustration as he came in in the morning, uh, Jay's already there talking to the cameras, uh, talking about what the sound clash he did, but I guess Jeff felt like Jay was kind of taking a bit too much credit for it. At least that's the way I interpreted what Jeff said about it, um, uh, and definitely in the writing credits here, in the uh, Jay says that he did the noise section where um, uh, clearly uh, Jeff felt like that was a, either a, a, a Jay and Jeff effort or even a full band effort. So a little bit of controversy there um, with the, uh, the song. But two also in the movie is, you know, Jay does have a songwriting credit on on this, but you see Jeff introduce the band to this song right you know that scene they're sitting with her acoustic guitars and they're and they're going through it and then jay says oh so you're essentially doing oh yeah yeah one five four six or something like that goes through the credits uh that goes through the the um the progression uh the chord progression and and the lyrics are there and it sounds like at the time and at least the melodies there so the song at least you know 
from everything I can see in that, it seems like the writing at least is a little um, uh, uh, Jeff favorite, yeah. but who knows what um, uh, Jay later contributed. Uh, and listeners, keep in mind too that the the songwriting and a musical arrangement are two different things, and a musical arrangement is not songwriting. Uh, you know, songwriting is the melody, it's the chords, it's the lyrics. Um, you know, drum parts, guitar parts, bass parts. Uh, that's a whole, that's the song uh, arrangement. Yeah. So It's crazy how ego, the human ego is, man, because instead of just looking at reality and saying, I was part of making this song, you have to, you, you fight over who did what on the song, even though that should be indisputable who did what on the song. That's weird that they would fight about that. Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't know if they fought, you know, it's the sort of, I have a neighbor I don't like, right? <laughs> and everything he does kind of annoys me, right? Now, if, I, if my neighbor that I did like did some of those things, I'd have no issue with it, right? But because it's yeah. a neighbor I don't like, so when uh, I'm just saying that when you're already frustrated with someone about something else, then other things come and, and, and I get that and piss you off. But like, I remember being in school in college and we had to do like record a comedy bit of, uh, for audio, like a sort of a radio play. Um, and I thought I came up with some pretty funny jokes. And then afterwards, one of the guys said, Oh, me and Steve came up with everything and you, you didn't really contribute much at all, Kevin. And I was like, what the hell? Like I came up with, I'm not saying I came up with everything, but I came up with this, 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 and this. no, you didn't come up with. The, and and at the time, like I, could, there's not a lot I remember from college, but I remember that because that pissed me off, right? Um, so um, definitely um, ego, you know, uh, you don't want your your contributions to be totally diminished or to have someone, if so, if you feel like someone's taking credit of yours and you have a bit of an ego for that, which I think is normal and healthy, um that's going to stick. Yeah. So, so do you think what happened probably is that Jeff wrote the song and then he's maybe feeling when he comes in and sees Jay with the cameras and everything talking about how the song was made just in Jeff's head. Maybe he was thinking, um, this is my song. I wrote this song and you just added some noise to my song. I think well, it was specifically credit. about the noise. It wasn't about the song. It wasn't about the lyrics or the chords. It was about like the noise bed that they made. Mm -hmm. Because they did some innovative things, you know, the the um, egg batter on the guitar strings and that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess I guess the way Jeff at the moment would have liked it would have been um, uh, that they walked the cameras through together oh, uh, because yeah. it was their creation. But he's he's walked through the cameras on his own. Now, you know, that's an Jay's just uh, in Jay's defense. He's probably just excited and wants, Oh, cameras. Yeah. Come, you know, no one's here yet. We got the space. Come check out what we did last night and is walking them through it. But because, you know, one party is already frustrated with the other party. Um, they're going to interpret that in, in a totally different way. You have anything else you want to add to this song, Kev? Uh, no, I think it is. Is it a perfect recording song? Is it a perfect song recording? Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah, I think. I, that's, I, think uh, I, 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 I honestly, I would not say that for a lot of pieces of music, but I can't imagine a version of that song better than what we just heard. You know what's funny, man? I'm sitting here looking. I, I have the, I'm the one controlling the music and everything, and the waveform is sitting in front of me for this song, and even that is pretty. Like it's, it's like a perfect cone. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Well. It, and and yeah, it it rises and and falls and uh, 
and builds up and, and crescendos and uh um, you know, there are demo versions of it out there um, that you can find even on YouTube. Uh, and I'm sure um, with, uh, you know, either this fall, probably next fall, we'll hear, we'll have the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot Deluxe Edition with, um, you know, uh, odds and ends. And, and you know, uh, but other great versions of the song exist. But for this album, that version, you know, from Jeff and Jay and the whole band and the Jim O'Rourke's contributions later on in the mixing phase. And, um, you know, I think just made it the, the ideal version of that song, in my opinion. All right, everybody. Well, if you want to go to abcwilka.com, find all the ways to support the show. You can buy a t-shirt, join our Patreon, but the most important way is to leave a rating interview on Apple Podcasts. That helps the show grow so much. You can find Kevin on Instagram at Kevin Vinyl. You can find me on Instagram at Hess's Best. You can go to hessesbest.com. Buy some of my art. It's a nice thing to do. Um, on the next episode, we're going to be covering Pot Kettle Black, another banger off of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. So until then, every little thing is going to tear you apart. <laughs>